Have you ever thought about what was going through Jesus' head when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane? About to go to be crucified? Or what was on his mind as he carried his cross down the Via Della Rosa? Or when he hung on the cross, his nails, his his hands and his and his feet nailed to a cross. Like have have you ever thought about what was going through his mind? Because I think about that so often. Like when I'm going through my stuff. And it's been a lot over the years, but in the grand scheme of things, it really hasn't. Uh, it's it's nothing like what he must have felt. It's nothing like what he must have bore. Jesus learned obedience through the things that he suffered. That's what the Bible says. But we have become a people who want to take the path of least resistance. Want to experience the least amount of pain. Put the least amount of effort in. And still get this huge payout. But it's like. Some stuff you have to hurt for. Sometimes you won't obey unless you bleed. The oil won't flow if there's no crushing. I also been thinking so much about like. Jesus knew from jump that Judas was going to betray him and he still chose him. He still washed his feet. He still got to sit at the table. He still got to witness the miracles. He still got to have a firsthand account of all the miracle signs and wonders that Jesus performed. He was given a role. He was given an office. He was given a place. Like Jesus made room for his humanity. And he loved him. And he died for his sin too. Judas had to do what he did. Like the prophecy had to be fulfilled. Jesus had to go to the cross. There was no other way. He asked. If there is another way, please. 
let this cup pass from me. In the same breath, in the same sentence, he says, nevertheless, not my will, but yours. Like we see Jesus' entire life being self-sacrificing. And yet, at the slightest inconvenience, I have the audacity. (laughs) I have the gall to question God's methods in my life. He can use whoever he wants to use. He can do whatever he wants to do. He can let me be betrayed. He can let me be let down. The rain falls on the just and the unjust. The Lord gives and he takes away and his name is still blessed. The more I walk with God, the more I understand that none of this matters. The things that we can be so consumed by, so ruled by, are temporary. Everything that we see with our natural eyes, all of it is fading. All of it is passing away. The things that we can't see are the things that are eternal. And yet we put so much onus and so much emphasis and so much focus on the things that we see. The things that are tangible. And we forfeit being made into his likeness. We forfeit the refiner's fire because we don't want to get hurt. We don't want to get burned. We don't want to be bruised. We don't want to be crushed, but he did it for us. Jesus didn't overcome sin so we wouldn't have to overcome sin. He overcame sin so that we could overcome sin. His death empowered us. His death imputed righteousness. And the older I get and the more I fall in love with God, the less I want to take his mercy for granted. People are going to offend you. It's par for the course. People are going to upset you. People are going to misuse you. People are going to persecute you. People are going to spitefully use you. People are going to slander you. Will you still keep loving? Will you still keep blessing? Will you still keep trusting? Will you still keep interceding? He gave us the cheat codes, man. They just are so diametrically opposed to the world's ways. It can feel like unnatural. And to a certain extent, it is. 
it is an assault against the flesh. But it's profitable. I'm getting to the point where I want to be so spiritually mature and so emotionally intelligent and so biblically sound that I hurt for people and I'm not hurt by them. That my compassion toward and my empathy for those who are not emotionally aware enough to make sound decisions and to care for the people in closest proximity to them. That I go into intercession for them. That I don't return reviling for reviling. I don't return evil for evil but I overcome evil with good and not my own good because I want to throw hands. Like I'm, I'm partial to throwing hands. I'm going to, I'm going to, my flesh is always going to lean on the side of violence. My flesh is always going to lean toward vindication, toward getting my point across, toward having the last word, toward pride because all offense is rooted in pride. How dare you have the audacity to hurt me? (laughs) How dare you think that you can do this to me? Who do you think you are? Pride. Through and through. Holding offense in your heart. Holding grudges. All rooted in pride. But when you live from such a place that you are constantly indebted to God... Because he who has been forgiven much loves much. The last thing you want to do is lord someone else's inadequacy and dysfunction over them. All you want to do is see them be well. You want to see them prosper and be in health as their soul prospers. You want to see them experience the goodness of God in the land of the living. All throughout the Bible, the Lord is telling us to forgive. He's telling us to repent. He's telling us to think of ourselves less. Not to think less of ourselves. Just think of yourself less. Think of others as better than yourself. I want to see God turn this world upside down through somebody like me. I want to see God flip the world's twisted rhetoric on its head. I want to see God make a fool of people who think they are wise. And I want, I want to see him do it by using the foolish things of this world to confound them. 
I want to see miracles, signs, and wonders. I want to see the greater works that Jesus was talking about. And I want to be the one that he sends. And I know that that's going to cost me some things. And and I'm and I want to be careful enough to count that cost. But to know that at the end of the day it doesn't matter. Because he who was rich became poor for our sake. He didn't think it robbery to be equal with God. He made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant. And he was made in the likeness of men and being found and fashioned as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God has highly exalted him and given him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I'm praying for y'all. Praying for this nation, praying for believers everywhere. Praying that you won't get distracted from all the enemy's tactics and the smoke and the mirrors and the sleight of hand. But that you would recognize that you have been given eyes to see and ears to hear. And you ought to do something with that vision and with that hearing. Love y'all. Thanks for engaging with me. Thanks for listening. Talk soon.